0: Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast with co-host Jacob and Terry.
1: Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. Hey
0: guys, this is episode two of our 10-part episode that Jacob and I are doing for our podcast launch, where we're just going through our top 10 favorite blog posts and kind of recapping them here for the podcast. The blog post we're going through today was written by Donnie, Mistakes Teens Make With Money in 2021. So jumping right in, point number one is not saving for college. This is mistake number one that most teens make, not saving for college. And honestly, it's a mistake I've made. I should have been a little more proactive about setting aside funds for college. My decision to start college was kind of last minute around the last, episode, um, but around June or July. And then ended up, that was when I made the decision. And then I ended up jumping into college and starting August of that same year. So I didn't give myself nearly enough time to start saving, setting some money aside and saving for future expenses. So I, it forced me to end up having to put my, that semester's, tuition onto loans. And then I'll just have to work through this spring and semester to pay those off. So don't make the mistake I did. Make sure you're planning ahead. In hindsight, I probably should have started. I'm 17 now. I probably should have started around the age of 15 and just slowly started putting some cash aside. A little bit. It doesn't have to be a ton. 20 bucks a month, 100 bucks a month, 500 bucks a month, depending on your income. Um, But start maybe one and a half to two years ahead of time. And at least get a little bit of funds set up so that when an unexpected expense or you plan on or you just happen to start early, when something comes up, you'll have the means to cover it.
1: So the next tip is not keeping a budget. If you guys listened to our first episode, you should know all about budgeting now. And really, it's just such a crucial part to Financial freedom, just to the financial world in general. The big businesses, they keep budgets of their business funds. You know, all of these financially successful people keep budgets. If it's something that you're not doing, you should start. Really, it's just so, so important to know what sort of money you're bringing in and what sort of money is going out. And if you can know those things, you'll be ahead of a lot of other teams. Mistake number three is spending too much on looks. And just
0: gonna be completely transparent with you, this is not something I can completely relate to. <laughs> Cause as a homeschooler, I just lock myself in the house and read books and research things online. So I honestly don't even care much about clothes or shoes or, you know, how I look. But I do know some teens who might struggle with this, not even struggle with it. They might just tend to want to spend more on clothes and shoes. I know this one guy in my hall who I was interviewing and kind of just asking some him some questions about personal finances and stuff. And he mentioned that like he liked to spend money on clothes and on shoes, but he just made sure to be aware uh, that he enjoyed this. And that was like, something he liked spending money on. And he just made sure not to spend too much money on it. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with spending money on clothes and shoes. It's just something I can't personally relate to. My frivolous expenses would probably be $5 more of the Clash of Clans and the occasional online gaming purchase, like 10, 25 bucks. It's kind of random here and there, but we all have our little, our little splurges we like to make. And so this doesn't have to be just like clothing and shoes. It's just make sure you're not spending too much. Make sure you're not splurging too much, essentially. Don't spend too much on the frivolous things.
1: So the next tip that we have for you is spending way too much on a car. Really... When it comes down to it, your car is designed to do one thing, and that's to get you from point A to point B. And as long as your car can do that, that's really all you need. Way too many teens spend way too much on their car trying to impress their friends, their parents, their family, themselves. And I mean, kind of like what Terry was saying with the previous point, if that's something that you really want and that's something that really adds value to your life and almost like a hobby... Or your passion then go ahead and spend the extra money on it but it's just important to be aware of those things in your life that you do splurge on and for most teens i would say that a car should not be something that you're splurging on especially because the odds are that you're probably going to wreck it total it or somehow damage it over the next few years anyways and so really you don't want to be spending too much on something you're going to end up destroying just for now focus on something basic that gets the job done and then later, when you're in a better financial position, you can buy something that you'll really enjoy. Mistake number five is
0: expecting your parents to bail you out. This is interesting because it's important to note that you shouldn't get too complacent. Of course, I'm sure most of our parents are always going to be be there to help us. They want to see us succeed. They don't want to see us suffer or anything, but we shouldn't get complacent and expect them to do all the hard work for us. I've heard of stories of people being in like their 20s and still having their their parents paying their cell phone bills or managing their insurance or doing the basics of their budgeting or their taxes. And you're kind of these crazy stories of like older teens or people in their 20s or even younger 30s and their parents are still managing these things for them. That's definitely a situation you do not want to be in. You want to make sure that you're taking control over time as you just get older, you don't have to do it all at the age thirteen, <laughs> obviously. Um, but over time as you just get older, you want to make sure that you start taking control and responsibility of your personal finances. You're setting goals for yourself. You know how much you need to save to eventually come financially free at one point. And it's just the basics of financial responsibility, really. Don't rely on your parents to do all the hard work for you.
1: Mistake number six is ignoring credit. This was actually something that I didn't realize when I was first beginning. This personal finance journey. Um, I didn't actually get a credit card until I was 17, which is better than most, but also later than others as well. And something that you may not realize is that um, having a good credit score is something that doesn't impact you just, or it doesn't just impact you later, but it can also impact you almost starting in college right away. A lot of um, loans that you might be trying to get might look at your credit score. You might need to finance certain things that you might not be able to pay for in that moment. And it's so crucial to have a good credit score in order to get lower interest loans. And that's how you're really going to save a lot down the line. So what I would recommend is as soon as your parents are okay with it, they think that you are responsible enough. I would recommend having them co-sign or open up like a joint credit card under their name. And it'll technically you know, be... Their credit card, I guess, but you can get your name on it as well. I mean, you want it to be completely your responsibility, just like Terry said with that last point, but it's very crucial that your credit score starts building when you are younger rather than later on, just because it's going to put you so much further ahead. And so you don't have to put a ton on your credit card. Maybe you just put your gas on there, or maybe you put, I don't know, some other routine bill like your phone bill. Or your car insurance, or something like that. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It's just something routine that you you put on there, and you start paying that off. I mean, you always want to pay it off right away. Don't let that you know grow into some big massive debt that you can't ever pay off. Pay it off right away. But you definitely want to have some type of tool that's going to help build your credit for the years to come.
0: Stake number seven: underestimating cost of adult life, and this is definitely definitely something. That we intend to do life has a way of just smacking us right up the head with these unexpected things whether they're medical emergencies or house purchase or you know your car gets totaled and it wasn't your fault but you still have to buy a new car or it's just the list is pretty much endless of all the different things that can happen to you the most important thing to understand here is just to not get too complacent to not get too laid back and be spending too much money to be living outside of your means because at some point or another something unexpected is going to happen. It's very, very, very important to make sure you're tracking your expenses, you're making sure you know where your money is going and that you're setting aside emergency fund, a rainy day fund, which is what we mentioned in our last episode as well. And essentially it's just a fund or a savings account that has three to six months worth of expenses. So if something really bad happened, like you lost your job, you would have enough time to you know stay on your feet and to stay afloat and to find something else to replace that lost income. There's just countless examples of ways that something financially unexpected happens, and you'll be extremely grateful for having the foresight to set aside
1: some cash for those specific issues for those specific smacks right upside the head. The next mistake that a lot of people make is not opening up a Roth IRA. I just turned 18 recently, and I didn't open up my Roth IRA until last week. I mean, it's better than a lot of people don't open it until you know their 20s or 30s or 40s or you know even beyond that. But you can actually open up a Roth IRA when you are under the age of 18 if you get your parents to co-sign it or to have a joint account with them, similar to the credit card thing. You can create a Roth IRA before you turn 18. But my mindset was just to kind of wait until I was 18 just so that I can have it at the bank I want to have it at, just with only my account on it and just you know wait and set aside that money for the next few months. But once I turn 18, have the plan to go and invest that money that I've saved for the last few months or years. And so really we would recommend whenever you are comfortable, just opening up a Roth IRA and start saving for retirement now, because I mean, if you've seen those charts before, the earlier you start saving for retirement, the better off you will be. Your money will have way, way, way more years to help accumulate. If you start even just starting a few years early, like say you start before college instead of starting after college, you're already going to be way ahead of everyone else that started after college. So as soon as you can try to open up a Roth IRA and just start putting in a small amount of money every month into that account.
0: Mistake number nine is developing a consumer mindset. And I was actually reading this part that Donnie wrote of the blog post, and it's really good. So I'll probably just read a section of it for you guys uh, right here. So uh, she quoted uh, Business Insider. According to Business Insider, 23% of teens' money is spent on food, then clothing, accessories, video games, cars, electronics, shoes, and entertainment. Nowhere in this equation is savings listed. We are teaching our teens to be consumers, to consume, waste, squander, destroy money. We must do better. It's not until we begin to teach teens that they are wealth builders and not consumers that we will see a difference in how they spend. This is just like, you know, that nails it right there. A lot of teens, and I think this is the fundamental issue of why adults have money problems as they grow older, as they get older. And it's that as a team, they weren't taught to save money. They weren't taught to be aware of what where their money was going and what they were spending it on. And they just seemed to expect that at some point in the future, they would figure it out. But in reality, the best time to start is right now. It's when, you, when your financial picture and situation isn't that complicated. It's when it's simple. You don't have a lot of expenses. You're still living under your parents' roof. And now is the time just to start building the habits that are going to literally save you as an adult. It is important to make sure you're not, you know, spending 100% of your income on on expenses. You need to be saving something. You could be making 100 grand a year, but if you're still spending 100 grand or 110 grand, then you're no better off than someone who is making 10 grand a year but saving 2 to 3 grand, right? It's very important. Make sure you're aware of the, the mindset and the approach you have towards your money and that you're not just consuming everything.
1: Mistake number 10 is not equating work and money. Or another way to think about it is not understanding that the value that your money has. A way I like to think of it is imagine you want to go buy a pair of shoes and that pair of shoes is fairly expensive. Let's say it costs $100. And let's say for this example, you make $10 an hour. An exercise that you should try to start doing is thinking how long do I have to work at my job in order to be able to afford that pair of shoes? So in this example, you're going to have to work 10 hours at the rate of $10 an hour in order to have the $100 you need to pay for that pair of shoes. And once you realize that, you need to ask yourself, is it really worth it working 10 hours at a job that you may or may not like to pay for that pair of shoes. And I mean, obviously you need a pair of shoes. And so, you know, you're going to have to work it one way or, or another, but you may decide that, Hey, I don't want to spend hundred dollars. I might only want to spend 80 or 60 or 40 or whatever the amount is. Just once you start to understand that money is, is really, you know, tied to your time and how much time that you spend working, I think you'll just start to notice some pretty big results and you'll probably be a lot less willing to spend large amounts of money. So Terry, do you have any other final thoughts on anything that we've discussed here today? I'd say one
0: thing comes to mind. All of these are really, really good points, like crucial mistakes to avoid. But if I had to sum it up in like one point or less, I would say essentially as a team, as a young person, all you have to do is save more, spend less than what you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. And you'll probably be a whole lot better off miles ahead of all of your peers and you'll just absolutely thank yourself as a young adult and an older adult in the future and you'll just be so grateful that you saved
1: more money now and you spent less that's basically all i've got yeah that's all there is to personal finance make more than you consume you can take that away from today you're going to be in a great position compared to your peers in years to come Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this with someone who needs it.